welcome to Wrestling Chat with Friends. I highly anticipate a large dose of cowboy Sometimes cheers. you might Ladies want to check Ladies and gentlemen, it. boys and girls, Cheats is talking even though he made us live and was still having a conversation on the back end. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we apologize for Production never stops. Moment of bad production because we know Cheats is. Production he's never our, stops. He's our go-to guy. But welcome to your weekly dose of wrestling chat with friends. As always, hi. We have sounds now. I was so thrown off because you were still talking about like uh, back end stuff when we started. I did the sounds again to make up for it. Well, you stood in the gap for me, my friend, and I greatly appreciate it. Um, I am Mega Rickman Black. What's your favorite heel in heels in heels merch, which was my birthday present from my uh, podcast cohort. So thank you guys. I appreciate it. Um, and I am joined by our producer extraordinaire and your favorite champion and mine, Cheats Six Belts. Is it Six Belts now? I don't know how many, but we've got a lot of them. We're all, we're all Atlantic. We're all Atlantic Belts. All so a lot. There's a lot of them. All Just Atlantic, all, all the belts. New Japan, AAA. We're all belts. Ring of Honor. We have all the belts. You're very, uh, you're very FTR in that way. That you apparently very have much so. Very much so. Top guy. And we are joined by the collector Elliot. How are you today? Hey yo, I'm here. I am present. I am accounted for. And I am accountable as always. That's my favorite part. I've got a, I had a mail call today. I was hoping I'd have a great collector's choice to show this week, but it hasn't come yet. I'll save it for next week. So for now, the collector's choice going back to 1999. Okay. The collector with a double A Arn Anderson. Hey. I think he's had a career that you could say, you know, he's been hated. He's now sort of more close to beloved. He's uh, stayed on the good side. He's a good trooper. We all love him now. He's Daniel Tosh's uh, most hated uh, professional wrestler. So for that reason, uh, that's my collector's choice. I'm ready to talk. Good to see everybody. Let's get it on. It's interesting in that picture, you can see his he's he's got his invisible Glock with him. So it's great for continuity's sake that he had that all the way back in 1999. Arn Anderson has maintained one facial expression for <laughs> about 40 years. And it's it's worked for him. So keep it going. Um, all right. Well, thank you. And thank you for sharing that with us. And now uh, I'm actually very honored and happy and uh, feeling a little nostalgic because our original number three is back in the building. Tied. Number one in our hearts. Yes, Gimmick was incoming, but now he's king no dollars. Ty, what's yes. up? We've yes. missed so, you. I do have a gimmick now. What's your gimmick? I am... The catalyst of wrestling podcasting here in Richmond. I am the man that single handedly was retweeted by Matt Cardona. Hey. I am the real stop collector. I am King No Dollar Baby. <laughs> and I'm back. 
Oh, welcome back. I, I know you brought all of your, your hatred and anger and feistiness back for us. I've missed it, honestly. A lot of times, like, these guys are just too, uh, they're really agreeable. Like, I'll say a thing and they'll be like, yeah, okay, Megan. I need somebody in here every once in a while to call me on my shit. And Ty, you have never failed. So, welcome back, brother. Welcome what back. you've been doing? Uh, you had a very special. You're promoting a very special project uh, for a beer that came out for Juneteenth, right? Can the people still yes. order that? You can. It's still in. Uh, it's still still over at Hardywood Brew Park. Nice. Uh, it's not much left. It's not much left at all. That's a good thing. And yeah, something else that happened. But ooh, know, tell me, tell us the other thing. Drop exclusives, bro. We break news here. We, we do break news. If you were at if you were at the event, then you already know that um, a certain somebody is going to be starting a small little you know brewery. That is, I will. I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it. The first black started black founded mm. brewery in Richmond. Meow 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 meow. That is all the noise. Um, Ty, that's huge news, bro. And we are super behind you. Know that uh, we will be the uh, the official podcast partner of your your new brewery. We're going to big up you. And I'll be drinking it every week as soon as you have cans for me. Thank you. Thank you. Super, super exciting news. Well, we're thrilled to have you back. Jump back in. You know you got the spiciest of takes, so I'm ready for it. Ty, why don't you kick us off? What are you popping for this week other than this amazing news about your brewery, which I feel like would be like the only pop, but something wrestling related. What are you popping for this week? I'm about to surprise him. Are, are y'all ready for a surprise? I'm ready. I'm ready. We're ready. I am popping for Thunderstorm. Me too. Oh, that's Me hilarious. too. That's hilarious. I like I, the name is what I'm popping for kind of most of all, but yeah, I feel you, Ty. For real. <laughs> I is... want you to tell me all the reasons why. I, I completely agree, but I just want to know why you think Thunderstorm is so amazing because you know how I feel about Thunder Rosa. Because it's giving me a reason to actually care about Twenty Storm because she's been kind of bland yeah. and boring. Yeah. Uh, and Gives an actual storyline to Thunder Rosa, which they have not done yeah. with her entire belt run, really. Because uh, you already know she's going she's to turn heel. Tony Stone's going to turn heel on Thunder Rosa and yeah. try to get the belt. We already know this. But it gives us something to do. It gives us something to look forward to. Uh, maybe a good match. And maybe they'll start actually having her, you know, Thunder Rosa on the actual show and not just in one mm -hmm. single match, in one single segment. Yep. Big agree with that. Um, I'm also excited about like the tag teams that it's bringing out. Like we obviously have Jade and the Baddies, but now we're seeing who I love with my whole heart: Maria Shafir and Nyla Rose joining forces. Um, they have been just an absolute joy to watch. So I'm totally on board. I'm glad that you are here for Thunderstorm. You know we are huge Thunder Rosa fans around these parts. Uh, Elliot, how about you? What was your pop for the week this week? As I say each week, a pop for me really is something that gets me actually out of my seat if I'm watching it or makes me really sit back and take pause. And actually, nothing particularly happened this week. So I want to just summarize a couple of things. Um, 
I want to just very quickly say I like that uh, that Liv got her moment on last Saturday. I know I'm going to be real quick. I, she, I, her, and Ruby Riot, I have always sort of linked together. So I guess yeah, I'm popping for the fact that the two of them were both on premium TV in a main event angle in the last week. Uh, they were good together. It was going to be one of them in 2022, and I'm glad it's worked out for both of them. That got me excited uh, that they're both getting that rub right now. Other than that, it was going to be something else wrestling related, but my 13 year old nephew just put one over the fence in his travel baseball team in little league. So I'm going to pop for that real quick, but uh, there you go. That's Home it. Runs. Meow, 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 meow. Uh, cheats. What about you? What got you going? This I week? thought, I thought Elliot was going to steal mine, but he kind of sort of did not. Megan, you can put your mask back on because I am popping for new, new champions. New champions, and the first new champion is indeed Liv Morgan winning the cashing in her money in the bank at Money in the Bank and winning the title. And I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful moment to put Liv over. At the time, I didn't like it. I'm going to be honest with you. At the time, I'm glad she won the briefcase, but cashing it in that night, I was like, What is happening? This is ridiculous. But after she cashed it in and she won, I was like, you know what? The feels came. I enjoyed it. And so, and I like the the kind of honor and dignity and like she really appreciates it. It's been yeah. a long time coming. She's got the tweet saying woke up champion today felt great. Like I'm all in for not a long championship run. Let's not let's let's be realistic. This is a hey, I'm going to keep the belt warm. Until the, the 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 bigger names, so the Bailey's come back to whatever they figure out with Sasha, whatever they figure out with Charlotte. But this is a very nice moment for someone that I think deserves it. There's a lot and of there's a lot of female talent that goes in that spin cycle and never even gets that never title. gets so, it, so and she, she got it, mm -hmm. and I'm so happy for her. And let's keep it going with new champions, Wardlow. They put the TNT title on Wardlow. He's a new champion. I. As disappointed as I am in the Scorpio Sky run, being that he, you know, changed the belt color, he had American Top Team, he's doing some cool things, but the fact that they, you know, they just stopped playing games, put the belt on Wardlow, and now let's go, let's let's really see some of those guys line up and take try to take on the TNT title from Wardlow. I'm excited about it. I love Scorpio Sky in, in some ways. It took a while for him to grow on me. He has grown on me. But actually, I don't need to see a rematch. Bring on Miro. Bring on uh, Claudio. Bring on all the like matches that I'd love to see for Wardlow. And let's have some fun. Pop in this week for new champions. I, I actually have a hot take on Scorpio Sky. Ooh, go ahead. What is Lay it? Down. The worst TNT champion ever. Ooh. Agreed. Oh, yeah, he's Sammy. Sammy. by far worse than Sammy. Not even close. Yeah. Sammy's good. Mm. At least Sammy got a reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Scorpius guy, I don't. Yeah. Full agree. I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I haven't analyzed all the champions, but I will during the show and I might revisit this. I like to take. Megan, what are you popping for? Um, so for me, uh, part of it is Wardlow, but it was mostly was the pop for uh, AEW Dynamite Bean and Rochester last night. 
Um, as we all know, that is the uh, home of the former greatest TNT champion, Mr. Brody Lee. Um, getting to see Negative One come out, uh, getting to see the Dark Order remain a faction, and so to be so clearly saying they're still going to remain a faction after losing um, Alan Angels, and there's been there's been some stuff. Stu Grayson's out. Word was Colt was gonna be out. Now they've apparently the Dark Order like rode so hard for him. <laughs> they've extended his contract and they're gonna have him on Ring of Honor. Um, so you said what? And the Young Bucks. And the Young Bucks. Just it was good. It was a really it, good show. It, all right. You because look when the not to be not to be the tie of this not to be the king no dollars of this segment I, yeah uh, we have a tie already like, right he is the the hater of the group now no hey look it happened in the group chat when we were watching the show live last night and i'm going to echo because i felt a hundred percent what was said in the group chat mm-hmm. i did not like the negative one segment what i did not like the dark order I think they should have let him fight QT. Segment. That's my only complaint. I wanted to see him like slap I, QT. I that just I felt as if they had six, seven minutes of showtime where I think they really could have honored Brody Lee and gave it up to the crowd or whatever. And they did this thing with Negative One and the Dark Order that made to me seemed clunky and made no sense. And they ran Crew T. Marshall out there because he's a big heel. And I just felt like if you're going to honor the legend that is Brody Lee, do it. But d- don't waste our time. Like, we, like I, I just thought it was a clunky, sloppy, let's figure out something to do with the Dark Order. Because they're, they, it didn't advance anything. I mean, it uh, was, not every segment I should, think, but I don't even I think, think it properly honored Brody I mean, I, I acknowledge. I don't watch. I don't watch. I, I acknowledge dark. what you're saying, and from a wrestling take, there's nothing, I guess, wrong with that response. I think for one week, for one night, in that situation with Amanda, his wife, being so a part of the backstage environment too, she runs AEW community, and with Negative One, I'm okay with it for one night. If they want to have something else that uh, a fan and a critic like we all are wants to do i'm okay with it but i don't know for me i think uh she like because like i think they rely so much on like bte and dark and stuff that happens online like a lot of times there's stuff happening on the non-televised product sure. that um fans yeah. are watching dark i watch i right? watch dark i, I don't watch so, BTE, but i watch dark there has been, as of late, a lot of questions surrounding, like, whether or not Dark Order is going to stay together. Like, if the... Because, I mean, when when Stu left, like, they were like, are, is Uno staying? Um, are they just going to take John Silver solo? So I do think it may be leading to something else in the future. We do know there is a certain former WWE employee who has had a new license of his name done. Uh, Mikey Ruckus tweeted maybe two weeks ago asking about how to merge a Bayou rock sound. Um, so, or it was like Bayou hip hop or something. So I do think we may be leading to having a new leader of Dark Order. <laughs> you're, be, you're leading yourselves or setting up for failure because oh, every no. time the name Wyndham is mentioned, it never works out. 
And it's always been y'all are gonna get what's his name? Big Red Eric get Big Red Eric out back. He can lead he can lead the Dark Order. See how it goes. Windham, I, I have no faith in Wyndham at this point. No. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> As you know, the two the two things are real that the the Mikey Rockers keep talking about the the sure, putting no, together a new absolutely. thing absolutely. for someone and he has copyrighted, I believe it's like Wyatt six or something i don't even know it's Let's something go. weird and cryptic which is right up his alley right as up his we alley. all know as people that have followed him so anyway i'm just i'm popping for rochester um the specialness of that uh i was gonna mention it later but i'll throw it in now like even in the john moxley promo that he did for his fight with brody king no. he said a lot of people have lost a lot of money betting against me which is the exact line that he used in a promo against brody lee in 2011 so i just think uh the wrestling community has a beautiful way of like honoring its people and i think they did a good job of that last night in rochester so that's what i'm popping for meow, 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 meow. Let's right through our next segment that we're going to talk about is responding to Dynamite last night. Dynamite was dynamite. Like there was a lot happening. There was a lot of good matches. Um, you already kind of mentioned it, Cheats, but let's talk about Wardlow and Scorpio Sky in the street fight that was mostly just like American Top Team around the sides. Like it was, I don't a, know how it was, it was a wrestling match. I don't know like why we needed a special stipulation on it. There. Like I guess so they didn't so they didn't get disqualified when American Top Team ran in. I think that's the only reason, right? Yep, yep. I don't know. So when I hear street fight, go ahead, Ty. Here's my problem with that match. Here's my problem with Warlow. Period. And I'm kind of uh -oh. oh, he's coming in hot. Warlow taking. I love it. Why are we treating this dude like the second coming of uh, of Goldberg when he can actually wrestle? Why are people coming at him one at a time every single time? Like people just waiting. It's like a, it's like a Power Ranger. Oh, it's so great! <laughs> no, it's so great! It's something about it's something about he's it's something about the way he's built. It's something about the way he's been. He was brought in as a silent man for a year and a half under MJF. It is it is not a long term character, but. I, I don't know. He's getting to showcase the moves he can do when he's in the ring and in matches. Yeah, that Swanton bomb last night was crazy good. Yeah. So I, you get the comparison from a physical standpoint, but I think, you know, he's very, very young, very green. So I think very quickly when he's now has a title on him and getting matches, that will begin to show more, I hope, because you're, because you're right. I think, I think some of it was the most natural, like the taking his music away thing. Like that could have gone a million different ways, right? Like you never know. Even uh, Chris Jericho had said in a podcast that um, when they did the gimmick where they took away the Judas, he couldn't come out to Judas, right? And like yep. how it became such a beautiful moment where the crowd was just singing and like he was scared. Jericho, who has like quite probably arguably like the most sing-alongable song <laughs> or they've made it the most sing-alongable song for AEW. Um, so I think some of that like organically happened. I mean, does it have a similar chant to Goldberg? Goldberg, it's Ward. I mean, it's two syllables. It was easy for the fans to do. I don't know. I'm enjoying it. He's a big man, big meaty man slapping meat. I think it's fun. I'm enjoying it. It's what wrestling's supposed to be. Man gets fun rolled up at, at the five minutes of wrestling. I mean, I I think AEW. Yeah, I think he could go, and I think I think AEW has 
a way of doing this. They've done it. They did it with uh, with Jade as well. So it's interesting because Jade is the undestructible woman on the women's side of the of the mark. They've, she's got the the belt there, not the championship belt, but the belt. Wardlow now has the TNT belt. The, the interesting thing is, is AEW making the TNT belt and the TBS belt more valuable than the actual heavyweight championships in AEW? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would always say that Jade has always been the A person over on the women's side. And with this kind of CM Punk, John Moxley interim thing, if Wardlow comes in over the next couple of weeks and starts crushing people every week, it has the potential of having the TNT belt and the TBS belt kind of held by what could be the most dominant forces on, in the company. I it's just gonna, think it's, I think it's interesting. It's going to force them to have a raw SmackDown type show on one, one night a week. So that'll cause some questions. I hope not. I hope it doesn't lead to that. Well, I don't see that. It doesn't work in the other company. I can't see that. Their oh, talent, the talent roster is deep enough, and the storylines, if intriguing enough, will will naturally just sort of force that. And what will AEW do in three hours of TV content a week? I mean, I think if anything, we would see more of that that fracture happen. And when we have ROH on TV, if we get ROH on TV, right? Um, I can't say there's obviously like stories that are told more on Rampage than on Dynamite. Like, I think there's yeah. already sort of a natural split there. Um, like Jade, Jade's, really a, Jade's, a, Jade's a Rampage. Like, a good example is Jade's yeah. a Rampage. She wrestles on Rampage all the time. She, she that's wrestles pretty on much Rampage. what she does. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that it's a full, like, brand split. I don't think I w- we could see that. I wouldn't want to see that either. I'm thinking they're going to have just sort of almost two brands worth of material yeah. for four or three hours. That was really the intent of what I was saying. And that's yeah. not a bad problem to have. More but TV. at times, yes, you, which the underlying issue of the, the secondary secondary belts being currently held by more prominent folks in the company for the future. <laughs> it'll go back <laughs> and forth. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's more Like, y'all sleeping on John Moxley. John Moxley is probably wrestler of the year this year. If mm-hmm. we look at the amount of promotion yeah. he's uh-huh. been in, the amount of things as, as he's as you done, be. Um, he is still probably one of the most, if not the most over guy at AEW. It is very hard to get a negative reaction for I've never seen one oh. except for when he was in the match with the ace. Like that's the only person yeah. I've seen them be able and, to and, get somebody to boo Moxley. And don't get me wrong. I would not say that Wardlow is more over than a lot of the top guys in the company. What I'm saying is they, the way that they built Wardlow and Jade at this mm-hmm. point right now, they're kind of these indestructible forces, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you give Wardlow a run now, and you've already given Jade, what is she at, like 38-0 or 36? You know, like 50. I think it's something 50. crazy, right? So you just have the potential of doing that. No, never what I say. Wardlow's over, but he's mm-hmm. not He's not John Moxley over. He's not Brian Danielson over. He's not CM Punk over. Not yet. But if you keep running him out there every week and he has to work, and he keep, if he runs through Miro and he runs through – you know, some really top guys, then you're then you're in that Goldberg era, like, what, what the hell are you going to do? I think that's, like, let's save our speculation on that just because we haven't seen where it's going to go yet, right? Like, because I don't know if he's going to run through Miro. I don't, you bring Miro back to immediately lose. 
Uh, Malachi Black, they're trying to build up as, you know, the monster heel of the men's division. And, and like, that is more to run over those gonna people. Be a black, it's going to be a Black I I think it's going to be a Black Moxley thing before a Black Wardlow thing. Yeah. I could see that, especially last night with the promo where um, Malachi Black was talking about, he was like, how I envy you being in the match with Brody. And like, it was was very uh, telling as to where that might be going. But we also have Malachi and Pac that could go for the All-Atlantic Championship. So there's a lot of options again i stick to saying that i don't think the tn i don't think the tnt title is going to be more relevant than the AEW title especially after the like terrible months of sammy and scorpio that we just had that like tarnished <laughs> that title beyond y'all gonna put some respect on sammy's name y'all need to y'all stop this madness y'all, y'all better stop this madness i love i love sammy i love sammy what stop this Ty, do you like Sammy now or not? No, I, I've always hated Sammy. He's, he was hard. He was hard on Sammy. So here's the thing: it's either Darby Allen, Miro, or Scorpio Sky is the worst TNT champions. That's it. The only those are, those are your, those are your finalists. What if That's we it. say Cody for that like weird interim run that he? No, because Cody was what three times TNT, and he was actually had a pretty good run. So I'm. I'm I ask. don't. Yeah, I don't remember a bad Cody run with the belt. Yeah, it's either going to be Darby, Darby, Miro, or Scorpio. And Scorpio could be the worst. Scorpio could be the worst, very much. Scorpio is the worst. It's not could be. Yeah, I think I agree with Ty. (laughs) Scorpio, I've got to, I've got to, well, I hate Sammy, but uh, at least he had some matches that were worth watching. I don't know, bro. Lots of things. Okay, so speaking of uh, titles. Last night, uh, Swerve and Our Glory went over in their match against Butcher and Blade, which was great. We know that they are lining up to be in in line for the titles. And then we had the Young Bucks come out uh, after Ricky Starks, Starks Marks forever, um, Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs came out and got in the face of Swerve and Keith Lee. So we now have a triple threat uh, next week where the three of those teams will be going up against each other for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Chief, are you happy with this? I know you want to shine. Yeah, no. Uh, so here's the thing. I am happy with it. However, the I am happy with it. I yes. think yes, I, I, I got to say that a couple yes, times because, well, you were there. Everybody watched it. We were in the group chat. The crowd is cheering for FTR mm-hmm. as when the Bucks come out and try to make their claim as being the best tag team in the world. The crowd is shouting back to them, FTR, FTR, FTR. I'm in my home yelling Lucha Brothers, Lucha Brothers, Lucha Brothers. It's a good problem to have. I do like that. I, I, I would have liked if they had sorted it out between Hobbs and Starks and Lee and Swerve. And then, the, so if they had said, you guys wrestle each other next week, we take on the winner at Author Ash Stadium at the, you know, at the, at the big tennis court event that they have. The Grand Slam. The Grand Slam or, you know, Bat- Blast at the Beach, whatever the hell they do. They, they have a gimmick every week. I love it. I love it. But if they had said, you guys are the feud, you guys sort it out, the winner of that gets the title shot, and we'll show you what's up, I would have liked that just a little bit better because now if the Bucks go over, it really has the potential to relegate the other two immediately. 
and I, I, I mean, but I like it. I want, I love the fact that Starks and Hobbs get the mic every time down. Swerve and Lee get on a match, and you know, I like it. I like it. Ty, it. are you excited for the triple threat? Yes, no. I'm, I'm not excited for the triple threat because they're just gonna feed. They're just gonna feed them to the young bucks. Um, it, 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 it's not even close. Uh, I still don't get why everyone likes Swerve. Hmm. He's a poor man's Chris Bay. Like I just, I just don't get it. And Keith Lee made basically a lateral move when you're in a company. He's treated, he, he's treated the same way he was treated in WWE. He gets to talk a little bit. He's in a tag team. He's fighting for no belts. Why? 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 At least fighting for a belt next week. That's literally happening. No, he's a single star. I mean, it's about. Yeah, I guess. Ty's not wrong. I mean, Ty's just not wrong. Uh, he, the, I, he's, a little worst, wrong on, he's a little wrong on the poor man, Chris Bay. I'm not, I won't let that okay. slide. Well, for, for, he's for a little me, wrong on that. For me, it's for all those reasons. And there's in me, like I said before, I also don't hate the fact that the Bucks are kind of writing themselves. They, they, the Bucks. I don't like the Bucks. I like what they do, but I don't like who they are just because they don't, just don't. They're almost too arrogant for me. So I just hate that they're writing this. Tony didn't come to them and say, hey, do you think we should do? And I hope, I think they're going to lose the titles if they have any dignity whatsoever. But like Ty, I don't see it happening. They're not going to lose the titles to Swerve and Lee because that no, is, that is, they're going to, I was going to say, they're going to break up. Swerve and Lee's gonna break up. It's the most right. inevitable well, thing well, that we I, know. I don't. I don't like Swerve and Lee breaking up, and I. Oh, they're gonna break up. And Hobbs and Starks, they're doing. I. I wish give them each a, their own shot. Make make them defend it both. I don't want to. It does. It bothers me on every level because the uh, the Bucks are doing this, just deciding to do this. They even made reference to it last night too. We own the show. Like I don't like that type of character from them. Myself and also and also they're not going to give that many black people the belt and that's the underlying thing that bothers me. My my thing is I think if they give if they give up the belts in, in this kind of iteration, I think you give it to Starks and Hobbs. Um, my my it's thing melanin. is it's too much melanin. My 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 thing is this, and I I just I don't know if they're doing this as a favor to Taz, but the whole FTW champ it's stupid. Have start like because I think what they're doing in their mind is saying if Starks is this like faux champion, then we don't have to give him a belt, like a real belt, like a real AEW belt. And I think you should. I think Starks is good enough to be an actual star, but I don't know if they're pacifying Taz or pacifying him and saying, You're this FTW champion, and it's like some unsanctioned belt that he carries around. And I, and I, you know, a belt. I, I, I need I need more. I, I want him to have more. And I yeah, think it's it's a way the for them I think it's a way for AEW to say, we don't have to give you more because you have this Taz belt. It's part of a larger problem that you could say that exact thing about so many stars right now in AEW. Yeah, they don't have fake belts that they carry around and act like they're real. <laughs> but they all should there's a lot of people who should be carrying gold right now, and when you have this deeper roster, it becomes problematic week after week, in my opinion. I think it's a pacifier. Uh, I don't. I don't know. First Megan, off, do I think? feel like 
you hating the Young Bucks for the character that they're putting on right now <laughs> is them doing their job really well. Uh, no doubt from about it. Last night, every this is a quote from Matt. Everyone is talking about how because he, he mentioned how great all the tag teams are, how much competition they have. Uh, in the division, he said, everyone is eating well, but let us not forget who set the table in the first place. He's not wrong. Like, we made these same comments about Cody being like, oh, like, Cody wants to book himself this way and that way. And, like, if it wasn't for Cody and the Bucks and Kenny and Hangman, like, there is no AEW, this thing we love. He's so, just so smug. I mean, that's their thing, though. Like, they're smug assholes. Like, right. that's that's their whole thing. So, like, smug you ass, hate them for it, it means they're doing a good there. job. I know. I know. You're right. You're not, you're not wrong in any of that. So, uh, but one thing I will say, since we mentioned the FTR chant, um, Matt said they were the best damn tag team of all time, uh, at which point we all know that there was very loud FTR chants in the room. So, yeah, first, I wanted to highlight... Uh, two two tweets from FTR. Uncle Dax said, "We heard y'all. I hope Tony did too." This was like right after it happened, so they were like live tweeting at the show. And then Cash said, "We hear you. We appreciate you." Then my favorite quote uh, about the the whole segment was from Ricky Morton of Rock and Roll Express, who is often quoted as being one of the, like the legends that both teams look up to. Tweeted immediately following this segment. Robert and I never called ourselves the best tag team in the world. The fans did that for us. Maybe you all can learn a thing or two. Hold up. All right. When it comes to Ricky Morton, I've received a cameo from him, so I feel like I'm the authority. You're authority. The thing about that was Ricky and FTR are good buddies. That is not a shot whatsoever. My fear because based on some rumors, is that that's setting up a match at the end of July that I don't even want to think about or be please part not of. On, not on AEW TV, please. No, not on AEW TV. No, they did no, the no. Worse, than, worse okay. than that. Worse than that. Okay. I, believe, I believe it's possible. Well, they did that, that like two months ago. I believe they did that possible, like three months ago. I believe it's possible that FTR may be involved in a certain Legends final match. Ric Flair's last match. Yeah. Oh, that um, card is that card is actually pretty it, amazing. It, well, we'll talk. We can talk about the card being amazing. The but card's pretty my, good. My fear about that is that tweet from Ricky. He has no beef with FTR. He has no beef at all. Oh no, if I you, thought it was more thrown at the Young Bucks. I didn't think it was something thrown uh, at FTR. It, it, it could be, yeah, but the, what it's setting up, unfortunately, is to elicit a response from maybe FTR. And I think, I hope I'm wrong. It could be a triple, uh, a six man at the final match, possibly. Whatever it's going to be, that might be what the catalyst for that is. Um, so, can I, I ask one to... question to the group yeah. quickly? Just quickly. Yeah. Greatest tag team of all time. Go. Rock, Rock and Roll Express. Ty. Dolly Boys. Megan. Can I say the Shield? Sure. Sure. Okay. The Shield. Uh, let me just quit. Rock and Roll Express Ro because Ro I was just talking about Ricky or the Road Warriors. Well, I was going to say Legion of Doom Road Warriors. Road, Road, Road Warriors. Yeah. All right, good one, good one. Go ahead. All right. So uh, just wrapping up with things from last night, uh, speaking of my favorite former member of the Shield, Mox is still champion after a very fun and hard-hitting match with uh, Brody King of the 
the House, House of Black. Black. I like when I'm talking about Brody's, like it, because I, I wrote Brody here. It's spelled the right way because Brody Lee is a D I E and Brody King is with a Y. My head was like, no, I'm talking about Brody Lee again. I think I just, I just am vibing hard off that Rochester spirit. Uh, so Mox is still champion. Anything from this match stuck out to you guys? Honestly, the promos for me were the best, were the best part of the match. I don't like Brody King style as much as I thought I did. It entertained me. Uh, yeah, I loved it. It, oh, that was, it, was, a great it was the outcome I wanted. Brody King, uh, his style is is big and burly, and you know he's he's rough, and that's how I, he, I like. He's like a giant version of Mox a little bit. Oh, Mox is much better, mm-hmm. but did it for me. I loved it. Love Mox. I would I would have. I loved it. I thought it was fine. I knew that, you know, you're not going to take the belt off Mox in his first match. Mm-hmm. I would have probably preferred a Malachi Black run-in to kind of spoil the end as opposed to to him just going over uh, with the chokeout. But, uh, hey, look, given where these people are in the company, I actually am a huge Brody King. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Brody. Uh, mm-hmm. And I thought that – he showed why he is as good as he is last night. I, I, I thought he did a really good job. Ty, how did you feel about the main man? Y'all already know how I feel about Brody King. I love him since P, PWG. Yeah. Like I, I, I love that dude. Uh, it wasn't. It was a match. It was a good match. It told a very good story about how they were trying to use submissions to get each other. I like that. Uh, I think that Mox needs bullet points because he rambles. I like the promo. I love the promo. He just right. goes everywhere and just saying he said I mean he's just saying that he's going to be champion for a while and no one's gonna take the belt from him, but he takes twenty minutes to say it. I, I think I they like just it. hone it just hone it in a little bit. Cause just just get a harness that energy and it'd be great. He just it just goes he rambles. He he doesn't Chris Jericho ramble. <laughs> but he's but he, he rambles for someone who's so quiet. He rambles, in, he rambles heart, in interviews so. and, and stuff also. You were gonna say what? He he rambles in interviews also, mm-hmm. so that's sort of just kind of how he is too. I think that's like his talking style. And right. what's interesting is like even so when I like fell in love with Dean Ambrose, I went back and watched all his stuff, like as much indie stuff as I could find online, and a lot of his promos even then, like his whole thing is like I'm I'm like drunk uncle telling you a story. It's gonna get really intense towards the end, but like just. Just stay on, and you'll catch some fun shit along the way. Um, shout out to Mox, though, for maintaining his sobriety uh, and continuing yes. to stay clean uh, amidst that. Now, I think maybe the biggest story to come out of last night and a true tragedy for the fans of AEW, the ass boys and the acclaimed are no more. Daddy ass turned his back on the acclaimed. Anthony Bowen tweeted, I woke up today shocked and heartbroken. Daddy ass is an asshole, and the ass boys will pay. Everyone loves the acclaim. Are we officially done with the scissoring on TV? Because I agree with Mark Henry, it makes me very uncomfortable. As much as I loved the ass boys and the acclaim together, uh, and I know that was a, a a lovely chant for the world to say. Uh, I think are we are we are, is this is the scissoring over? It can be for me. I mean, I, I mean, they're, they're gonna they're gonna fight each other, so that's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be the storyline. The the crowd, AEW for better or for worse, is gonna chant the scissor me chants and all of that stuff. So, um, hey, look where they are in the company. 
what they can do in the ring, and and I think it's a, I think it's a good storyline. From I actually thought them coming together, getting over as well as they are, I, I really think it helped the acclaim more yeah. than anyone else. And I think it was actually a subtle but nice touch to have uh, Bowens make that run, the run, the like do what he did during Pride Month and still be very prominent during uh, during Pride Month. It was actually pretty awesome, and it was for somebody that was not wrestling and inactive. I thought AEW did a good job between rolling out the the claim of the ass boys, having Max do the rap, but always having Bowens get the big pop when he, you know, named the city correctly. And and mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was a nice touch. I think it, th- that part of the run down is they can now work each other in mm-hmm. regards to a to to a couple of matches or some matches, and and it gives them something to do. I think Elliot always mentions with such a deep roster, the challenge is having people find something to do and who to, who to work with. And I think mm-hmm. where they are in the company, what their talent level is, I think this is really good for them. Nice. All right. So an amazing dynamite. Uh, definitely looking forward to Rampage on Friday. And then, of course, Fighter Fest uh, is fastly approaching as well. So we've got some good wrestling coming up to pay attention to. Um, so last week I wasn't here, but you guys uh, teased a little bit that we were going to talk about our top three wrestlers to watch. Now, Chief, set this up for me. Like, are we? Uh, is this going to well, be like unknown people? Can they? No, be, like, known no. So, more? so it what? It, so what it was was Elliot and I were r- running the ship, and when we do, we get a little long winded, so we were running really long. And uh, somehow it came. Somehow it came up about not necessarily who is the best wrestlers working today, not like your best workers, but it was the top three wrestlers right now that you enjoy watching the most. So it was also like not. So it's a it's a distinction between your favorite wrestlers, but like right now, July seventh, who are the top three? people that you would stop everything you're doing and say, so-and-so is wrestling. I'm going to watch it. I'll come back to whatever I'm doing 10 minutes from now or 30 minutes or an hour. So are we going to go like everybody say one or do you want everybody to do their three? Do one, 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 one. We'll do three. Okay. Um, Well, then I'll start. Um, For me, uh, this is crazy because I've always said he is the poor man's Kenny Omega. Will Ospreay. Um, I am down to watch. Finally, come to the light. I'm I'm here, Ty. (laughs) Yo, we had so much in common all along. We just didn't get there. Um, Will Ospreay's amazing. I loved uh, the match. He obviously everything he's done with AEW, um, and then the match he had against Young Nick Wayne. Right? We may be talking about this later, Um, but honestly, uh, his match with OC stole the show at Forbidden Door. Uh, if I see Will Ospreay on the TV, even if he's just talking, I gotta like, I gotta stop and watch. He's, I am captivated. Yep, yep. I'll go next. Ellie, go. Yep. Mark, Cheats, quick question: Is are these gonna be in order of top three or can they? No, be you skip order? three. Just okay, three. okay. Megan, was Ospreay your number one, or did you just the first name you threw out? Well, this is like a different list now because I, like I thought it. it was like who we're watching Perfect. for, like who's upcoming that we think is amazing. Excellent, um, excellent. No, this okay. is your old. This is your favorite right now. Like right, right now, now. Yep. right now. 
Yep. Yeah. Okay. Can I just say for the record, though, if it was people that we should be watching for, it was Josh Woods was going to be my number one for that. But he's not yeah, on that not list of like the it. ones that I'm in love with watching right now. So. Okay. So my, my still, top. Woods is a good shout out. Go ahead. My top three was made as favorite to watch on July 7th. Okay. So this right. number one is my favorite to watch on TV right now. And that's Eddie Kingston. Because <laughs> we've talked about Eddie for weeks. He is my favorite wrestler to watch on TV right now. Now, my the way I explain my favorites later in the list may help shed some light on that. My sure. favorite to watch on TV because he comes out for all the reasons we love Eddie Kingston. He is my favorite to watch on TV right now. So I've categorized these favorites very little, little bit differently. So I'm just going to uh, let one of y'all go next. But favorite to watch on TV right now, Eddie Kingston. I'll go next since Ty doesn't know the the categories. Like he's 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 working his way through it. Uh, Megan Blinders, because <laughs> I'm going to say my favorite to watch right now in the top three, and it's it's a trilogy, but the top three, I gotta go Montez Ford. Montez Ford out of the Street Profits has made a tremendous tremendous leap. With everything that he's doing, he is stealing the show at just about every match that he's in. Not just, he was always the kind of super athletic guy, right? And he let Dawkins be the power guy. Well, everybody's talked about his physique change. He's put on about 20 pounds, 25 pounds of muscle. And now he is not just the, um, you know, high flyer, like, risk-taking guy. He's he's also a power guy. He's doing a, amazing storytelling the match at Money in the Bank with the Street Province and the Usos was one of the best tag team matches I've seen this year. And Ford did an amazing job. So I'm going to go Montez Ford as one of my top three. Dig it. Ty? I will come back. No. I got back up for this one. I got back up for this one. Hold on. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Thank you for the backup. I think you would have blown out the speaker. I love it. I love it. Why? Why Kazuchika Okada? Because it's a Kazuchika Okada, the Rainmaker. Who so. have I have never seen have a bad match. Well, it's TNA run. But we're not the less we can say about that, the better. But yes, the Rainmaker. Drop the coin. I love your first pick. Okay, I'll go with my next pick. I'm gonna go three to one. Okay. So uh Osprey was my third. Second for me is got to be Ricky Starks. I am a Starks mark from way back. Um, I've been telling you guys Ricky Starks is a star. Um, and he he ran out of his shoes last night, guys. Like, I'm just highly entertained. When he's in the ring, he walks the top rope. He does it. He hits the pose. He wears his pearls. I'm all in for Ricky Starks. Okay. So, like... Eddie Kingston was my favorite to watch on TV right now for everything he does. My favorite to watch wrestle week mm-hmm. after week. And this is a little bit off the week after week because most of me since the summer, most of it has been absorbing it through YouTube. My favorite to watch wrestle is Will Ospreay. Ooh. Yes. He, he is my favorite to watch wrestle. I cannot get enough content. The Nick Wayne uh, match we will talk about later, Megan, but he is my favorite to watch wrestle just like Eddie's my favorite to watch right now on TV. I will get up, go watch Eddie before I do anything else. If I have any free time lately, it's been absorbing 
different Will Osprey matches to watch what a artist he is. Absolutely. I'm going to go with someone that doesn't wrestle enough, but when he does wrestle, it's a showstopper to me, and that is Andrade. If Andrade is in the ring, wrestling, doing his thing, I love it. Did you see that Andrade Ray Phoenix match? Do you go back to the Andrade Cody match? Uh, Andrade, Andrade to me, triple threat match. That joke was yeah. insane. If Andrade's on, man, I I am I am all in. I really, really like have grown to appreciate what that man can do in the ring, and uh, I I'm a big fan. So Andrade is my number. Is in he's the second one I'm listing. All right. Uh, completely agree with that and stamp of approval. Put a belt on Andrade immediately. All right. Pat, Damn, he needs to take it. So he should have took it from Sammy, but I'm not gonna talk about the triple threat right now, even though you put it on the table with talking about Andrade. <laughs> Continue, Ty. Who is so, next on your list? Yeah, and and, and uh cheats. Is Andrade actually doing promos or is he doing anything but wrestling? Because if he's doing anything but the wrestling, then I can skip any channel that he's on. Right. This is just the wrestling for me. Okay. I'm going okay. by I'm going by wrestling. Okay. Well, I mean, since we're going like, you know. No, but you can go any way you want. You but I'm going wrestling. Like, clearly Elliot did not go Eddie Kingston for the wrestling. Let's just be honest here. Best technical wrestler oh, in the world. Love it. Love you, Eddie. Eddie, please come on our show. <laughs> Him and Darius so, Lockhart. Darius because, Lockhart for the Darius weekly Lockhart. Club. Gotta do it, Darius. Just because it doesn't get enough love on this show still, Josh Alexander. Oh, yeah. Impact doesn't get enough love. Yep. Ooh, that boy can wrestle. I need to he watch more of him. And his headgear. He comes out with headgear. Who else comes out with headgear like old school, old school Kurt Angle with the wig? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. The living weapon. Love it. Um, well, I'm going to go with my number one that I think will always be my number one. And I can watch him wrestle in a small venue packed where he's going to bleed half his blood. I can watch him in a massive crowd. I can watch him at Anarchy in the arena. For me, it's always going to be John Moxley. I am just, I am smitten. He is, I said it after we saw him at Capital Collision, but watching Moxley wrestle, watching Moxley cut a promo, it's like watching Mango Paint. Um, I do think he is going to go down as one of the masters of this business. Um, so Moxley for me is my number one. I love that list. Great list. Okay. So like Eddie Kingston, my favorite to watch on TV right now, to favorite to watch wrestle without a doubt, Will Ospreay Jr. What's the other part of professional wrestling for me is to be entertained to and entertained in different ways entertained by a match no megan we're good entertained by a match oh my backdrop fell because i'm moving and everything's all over the place okay so my favorite that is currently making me smile laugh be entertained it's for me it's danhausen danhausen makes me laugh (laughs) i tie please i like what is I like his weekly vlogs on YouTube where he goes to toy stores. Make me laugh. Him coming out from under the ring in his AEW debut, it made me pop. I Now, am I talking about his wrestling ability? He can go, but that's not why he's my favorite. Am I talking about uh, the favorite person on TV week after week? No, I'm not. But the one that makes me sort of belly laugh most often, which I, and I love to laugh, 
it's Danhausen for me. There are lots of them, but for me, he's my favorite right now that's making me entertained. There you go. I am very entertained when Danhausen is on. I think he's done a good job of uh, bringing Hook into having some kind of character other than just being the silent assassin. I love me some Dan. Love that Danhausen. He's very money, nice. He's very evil. My background fell again, guys. I'm moving. I'm I'm in the middle of moving. So well, I'm not Megan, a nice traditional. Go go fix it because you can go dark again for a second. Uh -oh. oh, cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, first of all, shout out to my like Megan definitely picked uh, two of her marks with uh, with um, Ricky Starks and John Moxley. I really it's hard for me not to pick against my mark, which I basically say every week that I, I'm just I love Ray Phoenix anything Ray Phoenix does, but he's not going to be my number one right now. I'm still going to go with the Tribal Chief. I'm oh, going in that direction. The, table. the head of the table because it's no fault of his own where where he works besides my choice in that sense. But I'm saying everything that guy does in the ring, I actually. I have a lot of respect for the in-ring work that Roman Reigns puts in. The matches that he's had this year, he's had matches with bad wrestlers that he's made look really good. And uh, obviously the character, the speech, all of the acknowledgement, all, acknowledgement, all that stuff is phenomenal. But it also is so good that I think people forget, actually, in the ring, that guy can go. And he has delivered some... Really, really, really good matches in 2022, obviously at the end of 2021. So right now, if if the Tribal Chief is in the ring and he's working, you know it's going to be special. He's gotten to that aura now where he doesn't even do, you know, house shows. He doesn't do regular TV. So when he's in the ring, you better pay attention, and he always delivers. So I'm going to stop there. But Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief, is still my guy on July 7th, 2022. Hi, can you bring us home on a good note? This is your last. It's great human being. I mean, Roman Reigns. I, I, li I like the people. I don't like the company. I know, I know. So I can give all the love to Roman <laughs> without acknowledging that he works at a toxic place. Hi. I got a one A and a one B. Can I be allowed a one A and one B? You can. You're our guest. Whatever you like. You're 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 coming home today. You can do whatever you like. Y'all already know how much I love this woman. Oh, we didn't have a woman on the list yet. This is exciting. I know. That's terrible. I feel that very terrible. We are awful. We are conflicted right Could now. Could you say? Io Shirai, I will drop everything to watch her work. Nice. And her besties, bestest bud, Kyrie Hojo. Ooh. Tell us because more. Because they can work. And when they get to work their actual Japanese stiff style, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Hmm. I like it. Shout out to Ty for bringing a woman to the list. I will say my uh, women, the one to watch who's on the way up, uh, I had Maria Shafira on that. But um, I would say Thunder Rosa, but I, I think that the run that she had uh, with the belt, just because they didn't give her anything interesting to do um, right now, July 7th, 2022. She's not on my list. Okay, really quick, uh, because we are getting close to the end. Elliot, uh, we've already talked a little bit about Will Ospreay and Nick Wayne, so give us our match to watch. The match of the watch match to watch this week is going to be a little bit of a match slash 
wrestler to watch, and that's Nick Wayne. For anyone who doesn't know who Nick Wayne is, and I'm sure everyone who watches us is probably somewhat familiar by now, he is 16, maybe 17 years old. He's been 16. going out of 16. He's still 16. And he works for Defy Wrestling. Defy is a, uh independent promotion out of Seattle, Washington that came out about five years ago. And so, I mean, what I don't know if he started at 13, 14. But anyway, Nick Wayne is one to watch. He's had some fantastic matches against the likes of Dante Martin and the aforementioned Will Ospreay. So I'm going to post a couple of links to some Nick Wayne matches on at WCWF pod for public consumption. Nick Wayne against Will Ospreay. Find it, watch it, and keep an eye on that guy because he's going to be something for a couple years. So we'll get those matches up. Nick Wayne. There he is. Shout out, Nick Wayne. Come on our show. Uh, Tony right Khan has him. already uh, promised him a contract. That mm -hmm. He, he so, had a great moment uh, with Darby Allen. He came out and gave him that contract. Yeah, yeah that was, that's awesome. So he will be seen eventually, but um, he's got a lot of content on there, and it's exciting to see what a 16-year-old can do against Will Ospreay, who two of us had on our favorite people to watch. Yeah, and watch it all the way to the end. Uh, there's just a really special moment. Uh, Nick Wayne's mom is in the crowd, obviously for a 16-year-old. Uh, the parental support and parental uh, just access of being able to, to go and do those types of things um, is huge. So it's just a really special moment uh, with Will Ospreay and Nick Wayne's mom and Nick Wayne at the end. And also Nick Wayne has said that Will Ospreay is who uh, inspired him to wrestle. So getting to have that match uh, meant a lot to him. It's just, it's great. You just got to check it out. Um, all right. So uh, we have come to your favorite time and mine, uh, Faith and or Heel of the Week. And I'm going to go first because I don't want anybody else to steal mine. I don't think you will, but I don't want you to. And um, mine is like a face and a heel because he is being such a good asshole that I like him a lot because of it. So <laughs> um, Will Ospreay again. Um, so in the news as of late, Kenny Omega had an interview where he was talking about New Japan Pro. Uh, first off, Kenny, we miss you. Come back. We miss you. I wish, I wish Kenny would have came at Forbidden Door. That would have been amazing. Um, but he was talking about New Japan Pro and how he was left. The reins were left to Will Ospreay and Jay White. And he was less than kind to Will Ospreay, saying that he has five-star matches, but that they are forgettable. Will Ospreay, in his amazing jackass way of being a person, responded, and I quote, there's some bad words in here, so trigger warning for children. He's a, I'm not going to say this one. He's a C-world. C-word. He's C-world. He's a C-word. I will slap that boy and remind him, you're a fucking 40-year-old man, and you're fucking fragile. Do you really want to get with me? I will end you. Mm. Mwah. Pro wrestling beef to the extreme. Um, check out both of those interviews. I believe they were on, I want to say Fightful is who had them, or maybe it was SRS. I can't remember. Um, my thing fell again. But uh, yeah, Will Ospreay is both my faith and heel of the week. Um, so I don't know. Go check out those interviews. Kenny definitely had a lot of good things to say about Jay White, um, but he was not as kind to Osprey, and Osprey did not hold any punches coming back. He even was saying the like people talk about Kenny in the background. I don't know if it's a work, if it's a shoot, if it's setting up for a match. I don't care what happens. I'm just here for more of it. So yep. that's my face flash heel of the week. Cheats, who you got? 
Was this in wrestling or out of wrestling? I'm confused. On Twitter, on in on different. No, no, no. no, no. I mean, I mean the face and the heel thing. Could be anything out of wrestling. Like, whatever in you wrestling. want. for me, it's I, it was wrestling for me this week. If it's if it's my heel of the week in non wrestling, it's going to be my background that traditionally is held up by a beautiful frame, but is is currently gonna, draped across my bed. I'm going to go with Aaron Judge. He hit 30 home runs before the All Star break. Uh, yes, yesterday is 30th home run. It is, it is, I'm not a Yankee fan, but baseball is better when the Yankees are in the Mets are good. So Aaron Judge is my guy. Uh, shout out to the Richmond Squirrels who won their 4th of July game with a huge blowout. Uh, just amazing game. Amazing match. Yay. Baseball. Yay. Sports. Elliot, who is your face and or heel of the week wrestling or non-wrestling related? I'm going to be real quick because I don't want to go any deeper than this. January 6th commission to do your thing tomorrow. Do your job. Do your thing. File charges. Release, you know, re- release the Kraken, whatever. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. let's, let's make it, let's make it hurt and make it count tomorrow. Yes. That's it. Hi. You usually have a great face or heel. I, I would say you could have both. You can have whatever you want. Just tell is it, us. Is, is it Kevin Durant? <laughs> Kevin Durant is actually my face because he's destroying the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Ty usually gets sports with me. That's how I know this. Hold on. Uh, so, this is a message. This is my heel of the week. This is a message for anybody who owns something that does any type of business-like. Just because you have an opinion does not mean you should share it on social media. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, don't be so happy that you're on Fox News. Bro, all I'm going to say is if you kept your mouth shut, poetry wouldn't have to find a new venue. But, you know, coffee. Coffee and opinions. Hot takes. I would say that's a... Cafe Olay hot. This is so Richmond exclusive. Like nobody outside of Richmond. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know it's not over until there's a three count on the mat. Ty, we are so so thankful we had you. We love you. Come Ty back frequently awesome. and awesome. We we we've missed you. Uh, Elliot, uh, make sure you post those matches. Chief, go win more belts. And ladies and gentlemen, that's it for us. One, two, three. Catch you next week. Peace, peace.